that one little thing you do every day, small little change that you make, be it uh, an addition or something you take away from what you're doing currently that doesn't serve you, like all of a sudden you look back three, six, nine, 12 months later, and it's amazing how that one little change compounds, just like interest, into something really, really big and great in your life. So the question is this, how do most agents who don't have access to the secrets the top agents in our industry hoard themselves, grow and prosper in today's real estate market? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. Hi, I'm Aaron Muchastegui, and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. Rockstar Nation, this is Aaron Muchastegui, and I am back for another fun episode of Real Estate Rockstars. You guys are going to really, really like this one. This one is going to be a little unique. Today, I get to interview my friend, Jamie Gruber. Jamie Gruber has a, a day job, which will be interesting. We'll get to hear about, but he's also a multifamily investor. He's the creator of the GoBundance Emerge program. You guys have heard us talk about GoBundance quite a bit on this. It's the mastermind that really helped me you know, get from one level of life to a whole different level. And this new Emerge program that he's working with is to help everybody you know, I'll, I'll let him describe you know, what he's going to be, and then we'll go into history of real estate. But I'm really excited about the program. So, Jamie, thanks for joining us. Oh man, great to be here. I'm so excited to be with you, and I appreciate you having me. So, before we jump into real estate, so I just I kind of messed up your Go Abundance Emerge Emerge thing. So, what is what's what's going to be your goal with that program that you've been working on? So, Go Abundance Emerge, real quick. The abundance itself is the tribe of healthy, wealthy, generous people that choose to live epic lives. And uh, I say that because that word wealthy is in there. And we define that as if you have a million net worth or better or make 300,000 a year annually, essentially, if you're an accredited investor, you can join GoBundance. Yep. A lot of people want to be part of that community because I've benefited from it. You've benefited from it. It's an incredible group of guys. And now we have the GoBundance Women's Tribe uh, that help each other achieve the goals they want in life. But there's a lot of people out there that are, that are badasses, that are rock stars, to put it in. You know, I'm on the real estate yeah. rock star show. Absolute rock stars that may not have just yet achieved that level to go into something like GoBundance. But GoBundance itself is all about giving. And this is our way of throwing the rope down and helping folks out that are trying to get there by creating a program and eventually a mastermind that folks can join, be part of the GoBundance infrastructure and part of the, part of the entire community uh, and help you get to the point where you're able to join the current GoBundance community. Yeah. You know, a bunch of the ladies that I interviewed back in like May, June, July on the podcast, a lot of our 30 under 30 realtors, uh, they recently joined the GoBundance Women's Group. You know, they, they got on here, they reached out afterward. And so that one is growing too. And so the, you know, I, I've talked to different people on here about kind of masterminds and growth and mindset. As we get into that, let's talk about like your story. So the, so where do you live? What's your day job? And how did you get into real estate? Sure. So I, uh, I've been 20 years with the same insurance company. I'm a director with the large national insurance company. I'm from New York originally, lived in Boston for quite a few years, and now live in Michigan, all moving around with that company. So that's kind of the backstory of why I am where I am right now. On the personal side, not to make it just an aside, uh, father of two young boys, you know, proud husband to my wife. We've been married just over 10 years and uh, loving life in that regard. So for me, I think my story tracks a lot with a lot of people out there, maybe some in your audience. Uh, that, that have moved over into being real estate agents and brokers and so on at some point in their lives. But they had the corporate job. They were you know, kind of head down, trudging through, going towards something in that, in that corporate world. For me, it was this director level job, right? It's equity, it's bonus, it's all those things that you want. But at some point, something in me felt hollow. I felt, I don't know, unfulfilled by what I'm doing day to day. 
Around that same time, I kind of found the idea of real estate, bigger pockets, rich dad, poor dad, all the sort of standard fare that folks find where they start to get into real estate. Uh, and by doing so, it really kind of really kind of made me separate my identity from corporate guy to guy who wants something bigger in life. And there was a big sort of gap between those two that I didn't know how to fill, right? So it was, okay, well, I know that I'm doing this and I, I'm making money doing this, being in this corporate role, and I've had a level of success with that. But how do, I, how do I create the life that I know I want to create, especially when I'm hanging out with a lot of people that are very much comfortable and content in the kind of the corporate grind with the golden handcuffs and the 401k and all the stuff that comes with it? So somewhere along there, I had kind of my breakdown breakthrough, if you will, mid-30s, about four or five years ago or so, where I said, you know what, I, I, need, to, I, need, to, I need to do something different. I need to find the right community and I need to choose a path that serves me as opposed to choosing the path that I'm probably was, I was probably predetermined to follow by parents, expectations of others, so on and so forth. So in that, I found, uh, again, the real estate side of things. I was an accidental landlord already. I had a single family home when I lived in New York that I couldn't sell in 2008 when I moved to Boston. So I had to hold on to it. And rather than looking at that as the sort of albatross or liability that I thought it was for so many years, I kind of converted it mentally and even financially into an asset and then kind of doubled down, bought a couple of duplexes, and you know, we, we did what's called the Burr process on there where we bought it, we uh, uh, rehabbed it, we rented it out, we refinanced it and got all of our money back out of it. And it was like, man, it's a lot of work for two properties. So why don't I try something bigger? And I kind of found the multifamily path, joined a mastermind specifically for multifamily that has been a great, great learning experience for me. You know, bought our first 16 unit, we bought a 22 unit since then and kind of off and running on the multifamily side. So that's how I kind of developed that, developed uh, uh, away from, I guess you could say, the corporate life, which I'm still in, but moving toward that financial freedom. Right. Um, so you, so let me Stein, let me stop you for yeah. a minute. There's so much to unpack there. So you've still got your day job. You've been working your day job and starting to do this. One of our themes of 2020 out there for all of our listeners is you guys. We've been trying to say, hey, we need to diversify. What we learned in 2020 is we need to diversify. So you guys are fantastic agents, right? Or you're new agents trying to become fantastic or you're all sorts of different levels. And our core mission has always been to help all of you agents become better agents. We want to give you the secrets that other agents hoarded to themselves, right? We want to get, tell you how does somebody else succeed so you can apply it in your business to become a better agent. Well, now the secondary goal that we've talked about so much this year in 2020 is so now being an agent is your day job. It is what you do to make money. It's one of the most incredible jobs out there in the world because you can make more money at that job, you know, with very low level of ed required education and things like that to hit it. You can succeed very quickly. So, so being as we listen to Jamie, let's think about real estate agency. Being an agent is your day job. And now we're talking about transitioning in to other stuff as we try to do that. And we've talked to you guys about becoming investors, about buying other businesses, about learning what's going on out there. And so now, so when you, when you first had to, was there a point where, because now you have a bunch of, of property, right? You're talking about, hey, you did this and then did that. Does it affect your day job? You know, are you ever working at, you know, in, in your job and in insurance and all of a sudden you you know, you miss a couple hours of your normal work job because you have to go this, or have you been able to to do your side job on the side, for say? Uh, both. So it, it's the longer you go, the further you go, the more systems you build, right? And even in the very, very beginning, it was like, I felt like I had to do it all. I had to manage the property myself, you know, me and my wife, we had to do this, we had to do that. So yeah, I'd get dragged away quite a bit. Maintenance issue pops up and I, you know, I had to go take a look at it before I call my maintenance guy. 
so yeah, I get dragged away here. I used to get dragged away here and there, but as that became kind of untenable for me, not even because of the day job, because I can build flexibility into my day if I need to, but more so because, well, if I want to scale this thing further, if I want it to become bigger, I can't, I can't be responding to all the little things that happen on a, on a day-to-day basis. So we've, you know, hired property managers, brought in the right maintenance people, put different systems and processes in place, you know, management software that we can leverage to, for, for maintenance requests that go right to our manager. So put things in place that allow us to, or allow me, I should say, to, you know, avoid the interruption throughout the day. But on occasion, something pops up for sure. But for the most part, I'm able to kind of do my job and let this stuff build on the side because I committed myself to systems and processes. Yeah. So how many doors do you have now? We have 42 total doors. So 42 doors, that, that is so awesome. And you, and it started with just buying your first house. So you're talking back 12 years ago, 2008, you owned a house. You, you, know, you couldn't sell it because the world had started crashing in like 2006, 2007. So you were upside down in 2008. So nobody was in. And rather than say, hey, you were going to strategically go into foreclosure or short sale, you kept it, you put a renter in it. So you became an accidental landlord. So 12 years ago, he's got one unit and now he's got 40-ish, right? So the 40-something. Your next, your next property was another house or your next property was a duplex? Two duplexes that we bought from the same owner. It was uh, two distressed duplexes and we bought those in 2017. So big gap between when we first started. Okay, so really you were an accidental landlord for a long time. So all those units, so you just built up 42 units, 45 units in just the last three years. Correct. Right, so so the you were, so 2017, a lot of people are, and, and, and as all you listeners probably know, three years ago, a lot of people started investing in real estate. A lot of people started hearing the other podcasts out there. We've had a lot of those guys on here. So Brandon Turner and David Green, two of my favorite guests on here, also hosts the Bigger Pockets podcast. You know, we get to talk interchangeably about a lot of stuff. They're also published my recent book. So those guys have, have really changed the world. Yeah. Over the last, you know, five years, people have been listening to that podcast and becoming investors. They bought a house, they bought a duplex, they bought other things, and they've really started scaling that sort of their life. So that was you. So in 2017, you said, okay, we're going to go all in. We're going to, we're going to start investing in real estate. How long before you, when you made the mindset shift, did you say like, Hey, we're going to start looking for real estate. And then it took you a few months to find it. How long from the time you decided that you were going to be a real estate investor until you bought that first, the first deal that was two duplexes? The duplexes. So I would say that was, it's hard to remember, but it was inside a year. In that time I was moving from Boston to Michigan as well. Right. So we closed like two months before we moved to Michigan and, um, uh, so I want to say it was maybe six to nine months prior to that, that uh, made the decision, hey, I'm going to go start going to real estate investment meetings and, you know, getting to know this world, listening to podcasts and all that stuff from that time to the time that we, uh, we closed was probably about nine months. All right. So you made a decision that, hey, I am going to make this side job. I'm going to go after this side job. I'm going to go after this other business to become a real estate investor. I'm going to keep my day job. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing but I'm also going to do whatever it takes to be successful in this other business. Nine months later, you bought your first fourplex. How was that? Like, so when you got it, was it, cause that, cause that's a big change. You went from accidental landlord of a house that you owned, so you knew everything about it because you'd lived there to now you got two duplexes and it was kind of a, a distressed type sale, right? Yeah. Yeah. We had to re- go in and redo almost everything on both properties. Rents were really low. So we got to bump those up, you know, really good upside on them and everything else like that. But it was honestly, it was, it was gratifying. You know, I'm somebody, and I'm sure many people do. I, I suffer from this, uh, this notion of imposter syndrome, which if you don't know what that is, it's like, you know, 
someone's going to figure me out one day. Like my success isn't real. Like, you know, it, it's all luck or whatever. So buying those properties for me was some level of proof for me internally from my mind that, wow, when I set my mind to something, I can achieve it. Uh, and we did, we bought them. We successfully uh, refinanced out of them about a year and a half later. And um, uh, we still own them to this day. So no, that was, that was gratifying. I would say when, when it happened. You've got a, do- you've got one door, you said, "Hey, we're going to become real estate agents, nine or real estate investors." Nine months later, you've got five doors. What what did you buy after you bought the duplexes? So after that is when we made the move. I kind of had this job, so I you know I was looking but not overly active. But uh, after that, we bought a sixteen unit about a ooh, about a year and a half later. Uh, but to your point, the time that we decided we're going multifamily to the time that I bought that sixteen unit was about it was about nine months again, actually. So yeah, about yeah. the same timeline. Hi, Real Estate Rockstars, this is Aaron Amuchastegui, and I am so excited to share with you our newest head podcast sponsor, You know, and this is a company called Rent Ready. Rent Ready is a landlord-tenant software that has everything you need to manage your rentals from your phone or your computer. No need to be tech-savvy, download multiple programs, or hire a specialist. Rent Ready is easy to use for everyone, and if you do have a question, their customer support team is available to make sure managing your properties doesn't have to be harder than it already is. RentReady has a feature for every step of the landlord process. You can list your vacancy for free to Realtor.com and doorsteps, find quality tenants with a full tenant screening process, send and e-sign leases right from the app, and track maintenance requests. Yes, there really is one app for all of that. Best of all, not only is RentReady easy to use with awesome customer service, but it's affordable as well. Get a subscription of RentReady for as little as $1 a year when you sign up for their annual plan using code ROCKSTAR. That, now that's crazy, a dollar a year, why wouldn't you go sign up just to see, even if you've got one tenant or want to try it with one of them? So that's right, you get a whole year of Rent Ready for just $1 when you sign up at rentready.com, it's spelled R-E-N-T-R-E-D-I.com, using code ROCKSTAR. So as you guys are seeing this, first it was like, hey, we're going to make a commitment. Took nine months, made a big jump. Buying two duplexes is a big jump into this side job. And I and it makes sense that you actually took a break after that because then it's kind of like, okay, what did we do? Is this working? You don't really know if, it's, if it works yet. Nobody starts and buys you know, ten, you know, one a month over the next 10 months. So you took some time off. Somewhere in there, you said, hey, I think we can do this real estate thing, but let's go after multifamily. Then you started going after multifamily. Then you bought your 16 unit and the, and now it's off to the races. So what are you, what are you doing next? Are you looking for more properties? Are you happy with what you've got? Yeah, no. So after that, we actually found a 22 unit that I partnered up on and bought that. And now, yeah, you know, uh, we're always looking this cycle right now, you know, things are in our market, at least they're kind of expensive. It's hard to find that, that true value add, you know, which is what our strategy is buying kind of mom and pop B minus C plus type property with upside. So we're struggling a little to find that we could probably market better, but uh, but yeah, definitely driving forward on that. But I've gotten in all of this, like I said before, about kind of, you know, imposter syndrome and mindset and all of that. I've gotten a real passion for the value of community through GoBundance and, you know, the, a mastermind like that. So I've, I've committed a lot of time and energy to kind of building communities, which, you know, we talked at the beginning about Emerge, stuff like that. So I've spent more time probably there than I have on acquisition as we reposition these, uh, these properties. But that 16 unit, just so you know, we did buy uh, late 2018 and we recently refied and got all of our money out of that as well. So. Wow. All right. So 
let's talk about mindset a little bit. So sure. the, I mean, we kind of just, we, we just accidentally figured out that nine months may be the magical figure in your life from when you make a change and go all in to have enormous success. Cause I, in my mind saying, Hey, I'm going to become an investor and then buying two duplexes is enormous success saying I'm going to become a multifamily investor and becoming a multifamily investor, whether that's buying an eight plex, I, I've owned all sorts of different, I, I've got a 165 unit apartment complex. My first one was, it was a 66 unit apartment complex. I've got four plexes. I, I've done all sorts of different ones and all of them was, were just as hard. The fourplex was just as difficult as the 165 uh, yeah. with there. So the, so in nine months you became successful at each new thing. Now you're looking at what's out there, but COVID is a little bit different. So now let's talk about mindset stuff. So 2020 hit and March threw everybody off. And I would say, if I had to go back and say, what was it like in my life? March and, you know, April and May was a little bit of like, crisis is coming. What can we do to be careful? And everybody cut their costs. Everybody went out and looked at whatever there was on their bills and they cut their costs and they made sure I wasn't paying, you know, two AT&T bills anymore. And then we went and sold whatever assets we could that were like, you know, I thought there was going to be a crash. I'm like, oh, I don't need that second house anymore. I'm going to sell that thing as quick as I can. Fire sold, did a lot of, you know, things like that. And the and now in hindsight, I realize I should have waited until last month to sell that house because it, it actually, the real estate market sales prices anyway and demand became way higher than we thought. But there were a lot of mindset changes that I had to look at for 2020. So, hey, I need, to, I need to be able to diversify better. I need to make sure that I don't have all of my eggs in one basket because I could have never predicted the things that happened. What have you, what's happened to you during 2020 when it comes to mindset and when it comes to like the people that are joining Emerge, what do you guys, what do you guys go into when it comes to like mindset and growth and taking times like this as an opportunity? Sure. It's so much there. Like, so on the tactical side, getting kind of granular, part of the, part of the mindset shift on my, my investment portfolio was man, oh man, don't want section eight, don't want subsidized uh, renters. It's like, ah, maybe I kind of do, right? Cause you know, in the beginning of this, at least before all that happened and it all worked out fine where. Uh, you know, people were not getting unemployment, they were out of work. And there was, you know, there was a, a fear of a fear of, uh, of a higher level of vacancy to your point, like, that's one thought in my like, you know, having a good mix in my portfolio of subsidized renters versus non subsidized is a good thing. So that's just a smaller, smaller sort of thing. But on the larger scale, from a mindset perspective, you know, I think, for me, the bedrock was laid a little bit ago by being again, a member of something like GoBundant or of GoBundant specifically. So when I, when I went into uh, COVID and all that was going on, and it felt like everything was sort of crashing down around us, I sort of doubled down on, on routines and habits, and in particular, my morning routine. So one thing I committed to was every morning I get up and I do a few things, starting with meditation. That's kind of my lead domino. Start with that, and it goes into journaling and working out and stuff like that. And I kind of doubled down and recommitted to that to the point where I think I had 180 days straight every day, weekends included, of going through my morning routine because... When, when, you're, when you're restricted to your home and you, know, you can easily roll out of bed and get to work, there's no commute, there's no drive, there's no you know, interaction like you had before, I can feel myself slipping into shorts and a t-shirt all day or um, you know, just not, not sort of putting in as much energy as I would have because it just felt like you were home every day. So that was a big thing for me was just doubling down on the routines and habits that served me to get me to where I, where I was having success. I guess it is nine months. That's funny nine months after I committed to something and with, with, uh, with whatever I wanted to do. So that was a big thing for me. It was just, I learned a lot about habits. I learned a lot about how habits serve you and how those one little, one little, that one little thing you do every day, small little change that you make, be it uh, an addition or something you take away from what you're doing currently that doesn't serve you. 
like all of a sudden you look back three, six, nine, 12 months later, and it's amazing how that one little change compounds just like interest into something really, really big and great in your life. And it's the same thing with buying multifamily. Okay, I'm going to look at deals. So I look at deals. I look at deals every day. And all of a sudden it's like, I got deals and I have one I can close on and I buy it. Same thing with 2020. It was just, you know, lean into your habits, do the things that have served you and, and, you know, get through because 2020 has been a trying year for a lot of people. Yeah. And we, and a lot of our real estate agents and our guests have been on here been saying the same thing, right? Find that habit and go for that habit. In the news this week, there's been a lot of talk about people going back into lockdown, you know, another two, four, six week lockdown, depending on cities and states. And you know, as I was traveling the last few months, I got to see some states that were completely open and there was nothing going and it was business as usual. And there's huge soccer tournaments and kids everywhere. And then other states where it was very locked down. And so we have listeners from all over the place. So depending on where you are, it may, it may impact you more or less. But so Jamie, let's talk about those, the specific morning habits. So as, if we go into another lockdown or for places that we kind of are, or for times like this, what are four or five morning habits that you think everybody should do? And if they committed to this for nine months, they would see huge results. Yeah, I think it all. I think you have to start with quiet, and quiet to me means you you have you meditate. I meditate for ten to thirty minutes, depending on the day. Just allowing yourself to kind of kind of be quiet and 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 uh, and think inwardly and be present. I mean, that's what meditation is about. It's not about you know I have to have my mind clear all the time. But I found it's such a great practice to when you feel distracted, you notice it and you bring yourself back. That just translates into a lot of life. When you're in a stressful moment, you notice it and you sort of you can take a deep breath and overcome it in that moment, as opposed to being overwhelmed by the feeling of stress. So meditation, number one, I think is huge. The other yeah. quiet activity I would say is journaling. Like I, I never really believed in the power of this, like writing stuff down. And in fact, when I started journaling, I was doing it like in an app and it was fine. But when I truly started handwriting out just whatever's in my mind, like I won't share it with anybody because it's crazy stuff and it's all over the place, right? Yeah, it's, it's, like it's just brain dump. It's just thoughts. So journaling that stuff out in my quiet time. And it's amazing how you get clarity and sometimes figure things out that seem so big within one page of writing. So that's the second thing I would say. Third, I think you need motion. So getting your body up and moving and working out and all of that, I think is a really big, uh, a really big part of my my morning and sometimes the midday, depending on if I can't get to that, get to it that morning, kids wake up. Uh, and lastly, I would say is truly uh, uh, affirming yourself, so like some level of affirmation or positive self-talk. Those are probably the big four. Add into that some level of reading or listening to a podcast, just 20, 30 minutes a day of something kind of positive. You know, you know they say garbage in, garbage out. It's the same thing with mindset. It's good stuff in, good stuff out. You get motivated on a daily basis and you can really take, take down a lot of projects or take down a lot of things, goals that you've been try, you know, setting for yourself and trying to achieve. So yeah. I think those are the four to five things I would say each morning. I like that. I like, especially when you, when you didn't know I was going to ask that question and all of a sudden you're, you're like, well, let me just see what I got in here. So I could tell that they are real habits yeah. when you're able just to list them. And for everybody out there too, I would encourage you to, the, the things that Jamie, that Jamie, you know, just listed out, most of the successful people I know have very similar morning routines. Yeah. And then, and then one of the keys to that is as soon as that morning routine is over is now what's that one or two trackable thing you can do for your business that is going to push the needle and that, and that pushing the, you know, that pushing the needle for the next thing, it could be, Hey, um, I'm going to make this many phone calls to prospects. I'm going to call this many of my current, you know, current, current customers. I'm going to, you know, go out and make this many offers on properties. I'm going to look at this many actives for a client. So there's certain measurable things that you guys can do, but if you pick out like, hey, here's the five things I'm going to do in my morning routine, I 
if you just, even if you just take three of them and write them down and say, Hey, I'm going to do this every day before I get started. It may seem like we're going, Hey, a lot of you guys are doing stuff like this, but I like that beginning meditation. And some people like think of meditation as some kind of funky, weird thing. And you're like, no, you can actually just sit on a couch, close your eyes, set a timer for 10 minutes, say nothing else. And then in 10 minutes, the timer goes off, says, all right, you're done. And now you're done meditating. Now you can, you know, you can go hustle a little bit. The, you talked about, you know, getting some exercise and also listening to some positive podcasts. And if you're short on time, those are the things you can combine. You can listen to a good podcast or good music while you exercise. Then you get some, some good stuff in and some good stuff out. What about, have you thought much this year about mindset of like positivity or focus or how do you, how do you continue to move forward with things when the news is crazy and nobody knows what to follow? I mean, we're, we're like 10 days after election status and there's still, you know, tens of millions of people saying they don't know who got elected. Like there's all, the world is a funny, crazy place. How do you, how do you keep your eye on the ball? Yeah. The key is gratitude, man. That's, that's it. I on the ball as far as my mind, keeping it right. The key is gratitude. Like, you know, the, from the biggest to the littlest, like I find myself just sometimes like looking at the fact that I can turn on a faucet and water comes out. Like that's not the experience of billions of people in the world. Right. So something, something as simple as that, all the way up to something even greater than that. Like I'm gratitude for being on this podcast. It's a very well-known podcast and to be in proximity with you and your guests is, is incredible to me. So I'm very grateful for this. So it's things from the biggest to the smallest that you're grateful for. And I, there, was a, there was a quote I heard from, I think it's like Pema Chodron, a, a Buddhist monk. And it was something to the effect of, you know, be grateful for everything, even the ordinary, especially the ordinary, right? So internet access, lights when you flick a switch, just things that you take for granted every day that I take for granted every day. Uh, those, when you get into that mindset of gratitude, I've never seen anybody able to keep space for gratitude along with you know, worry, doubt, and fear. Like there's just no space for both. So if you, if you are consistently expressing gratitude to yourself, write it in your journal, whatever. In fact, I'll give you a, a little hack here. You talked about turn your, turn your uh, you know, for 10 minutes, sit on the couch. Calm, the Calm app. You can do the daily 10-minute meditation, and right after it, you can log three pieces of gratitude right in that app. So you can do it all right there, one and done. You've meditated, and you've expressed gratitude for three things in your life. Those are the types of things that I do uh, to stay positive. And I think it's, you know, like a lot of people, I think, I feel like 2020 has been one of my best years, to be honest with you, knowing that there's so much suffering and knowing that so many people are struggling and being empathetic and helping where I can, of course, but knowing like the gap between where a lot of people are and where I am and how I put myself there, you know, a lot of fortunate, you know, a lot of, a lot of luck, of course, but I feel a lot of gratitude for that. So I think that's the key to everything is just being grateful and thankful. That is a, that is a great piece of advice. When you're focused on gratitude, especially the ordinary, it's so difficult to actually get stressed out about the things that we have no control over or that we don't even know what's true or not. And to be able to prepare, even running water, you know, part, that's something that we learned while we were on the RV trip. I've never RV'd before, right? This was a big, this was a big jump that it was, I've got my wife and four kids and, you know, as trying to find something positive, like, Hey, we, we used to travel a lot. We used to do a lot of things. We couldn't fly. What can we do? Let's go do this. And waking up to six inches of snow in Montana and all of our plumbing lines are frozen over and there's no water and there's no anything. And we're like, wow. And I remember the celebration we had when the water pump started working again, a day, you know, a day later and we had running water again and we were, it was, a, it was an amazing, amazing thing. And it's, that is, that is real. When you get to stay 
grateful for those sorts of things. You know, it, it does solve a lot of a lot of the distress. So doing these morning routines and staying grateful. Now, if somebody comes into Emerge, and then well, then I'm going to let you just talk a lot about Emerge. Sure, sure. And they say, hey, I've you know I've been a real estate agent now for a couple of years, and I did 20 deals last year. And next year I want to do 30 deals and I want to, and I, and I think I want to get into real estate investing. How can you help me? You know, yeah. what's your answer to that person? What are you, what, what are you going to tell them when they say, I want to do more deals and I want to maybe do another bit. I want to buy a business or become an investor. What do I do? Get around people that are doing things like you're doing or bigger. And that's what we're building with Emerge and Ascend. It's two different, two different things. And I'll talk through it a little bit. So Emerge, uh, what it was built to be was to, to accomplish really three things. One was over a 12-week time, time frame, which is the time of Emerge. It's an online course. Over that 12 weeks, you're going to get tools and support on setting a specific goal that you can achieve in that 12 weeks, uh, and then hopefully achieving that goal by the end of the course, right? So it's a transformation that we wanted to create for folks, whatever that is, selling more property, investing, paying off debt, whatever it is that's going to help you get down the path you know, being that whole life millionaire that you seek to be. So that's what Emerge is built to be. One, transformation. Two, the second part is that we wanted to put uh, people in contact with others, be they in Emerge or just the GoBundance tribe generally, where there are people doing incredible things at, at very high levels and give you proximity to those folks. In fact, the folks in Emerge, when I ask them, like, why do you do this? Why did you come into Emerge? What is it that's attractive to you? That's the number one thing. Proximity to GoBundance and proximity to people that are, that are doing things at my level or have my mindset, at least, for more and driving forward. That's what I want with Emerge. So we've created that. And part of what we've done with that is to get people really connected to the brand of GoBundance is we've built part of Emerge around a book called Tribe of Millionaires, which was written by the founders of GoBundance. Great book if you haven't read it. If you get Emerge, it comes with it. So there you go. But, um, but we, really, we really leaned into why community is powerful. And that book really outlines exactly why, why a mastermind is powerful. So that's the second part of Emerge. And then lastly, what we are doing is over that 12-week period, achieve your goal or not, but if you're engaged and driving forward to emerge, what we want to do then is get you into Ascend. And Ascend is essentially go abundance without the millionaire requirement. So you're going to be in a long-term mastermind. You'll have accountability pods, true proximity to people doing 40, 50, 60, 70 deals, as well as the ability to potentially partner with GoBundance members or get to know GoBundance members or be in proximity with GoBundance members. We've already had, you probably know a guy named Matt Aitchison. So we already had Matt Aitchison come on and uh, do a Zoom call live, like not a Zoom webinar, but a call with our Emerge members. And he he laid a ton of information out there. Matt H. had one of the top uh, teams when he was selling real estate in the world at one point. And that was one of the best investors in the world. So they get proximity to him. That's what Emerge is, the 12-week course. And then once we get you into Ascend, we can really dig deeper and, and, uh, and kind of hold you there and keep you there and hold you accountable until eventually you hit that status where you can join GoBundance. That's very cool. You know, it's like Maddie, Maddie's a good friend of mine and the, you know, he has his own mastermind where people pay, you know, lots of money to get on those calls with him. So it sounds like you're actually going to take a lot of people that kind of run their own masterminds and they're going to kind of join and kind of do guests, some little, some guest uh, Zoom calls with you. So maybe somebody that joins uh, Ascend and Emerge, they're going to end up getting a piece of all of that. So you've got, first, you've got a 12 week class. Someone takes that, they get some coaching it there. If after, yep. That's Emerge. And then after that, they decide, Hey, I actually want a mastermind. I want to be able to talk to other people. I want to be able to brainstorm with these guys. You know, the first GoBundance event I went to, the I signed up because I saw that Robert Kiyosaki had spoken at the one the year prior. I saw a bunch of videos from it. And this next year, Robert Hershevek was going to be there. 
And, you know, and I did not want to go to this a weird mastermind. I thought Tony Robbins, I thought jumping around a room, I thought this crazy energy stuff. And I was not about that, but I wanted to go meet Robert Herjavec. I actually had a business idea I wanted to pitch to him. Right. And I was like, Hey, I'm not going to get on shark tanks. So I'm going to go to this thing and I'm going to go there. And I got to this event and the event was amazing. We had a bunch of guest speakers. We learned a whole bunch of things and the, and I had this interaction with everybody and they said, Hey, do you want to join? And I said, no, I don't want to join. This was good. This was what I got. And I went back home and the, and a month later I started like missing talking to the guys that were there. Because when I was there, I got to talk about, hey, I'm doing this with my business. And we had all this feedback. And I have this. so I kind of left there with so much homework. I was like, okay, I'm going to go do all these different things. Well, within a couple of months, I had done most of those things. And I was kind of like, now what? And I remember reaching out to, to Mike McCarthy soon after that. And I said, hey, I, uh, I actually do want to join. And I was the person that was never going to join a mastermind because I just needed to get, you know, jump starts now and then. But the interaction with the people was what really became, you know, life-changing as we challenged ourselves to do, you know, bigger and better and different things. So the being around people that are doing that, I think what you're doing right now is, is really cool. I think especially like we're at the end of 2020, everyone's going to have New Year's resolutions. Everybody cannot wait until 2020 is over. Man, the, you know, instead of, instead of, you know, telling myself 2021 is going to be the same. I'm going to celebrate New Year's and I'm going to have my big list of things that I want to accomplish in 20, 2021. Probably some of those things I was hoping to accomplish in 2020 that had to pivot into something else. Sure. And the and joining a group like this, when you're hitting, you know, you're starting the year, you're starting, you're, you're getting ready to figure out what are you going to do next year and get going. I think it's going to be really great. So if somebody wants more info, I think they even get, they, they can use a Rockstar coupon. They, they can get some codes. What's the, what's next? So if they're like, Hey, I, I don't have a million dollar net worth, but I do want to learn more about getting there and getting to the next level. How do they get into Ascend? How do they get into Emerge? So Emerge, go to GoBundanceEmerge.com. That's all one word, GoBundanceEmerge.com. And we'll uh, put that link in the comments as well. Perfect. And you can put a, uh, a coupon code in there for your listeners. We'll call it Rockstars. So put Rockstars with an S uh, in there and you'll get a hundred bucks off the, uh, the tuition, I guess you could say, or the cost of the course. But yeah, GoBundanceEmerge.com will get you there and uh, we'd love to see you in there. Cool. And then is that, and then what about Ascend? Same thing? So Ascend, Ascend is going to be, uh, so Emerge is, is underway. Ascend is going to be built and running by April, 2021. But again, right now it's getting to Emerge, graduate from Emerge, and then you can get into Ascend. Perfect. Well, then as you hit 2021, it's going to be ready in April. So go sign up for that 12 week course, finish this thing and be ready to go. Jamie, I can't wait to get to hang out with you in person. I think probably in, in January, yep. we're going to be at, at Squ in Squaw Valley. The, wow. We've got fan abundance. We've got go abundance. We've got all sorts of events going on there. And the yeah, and real estate rock stars listeners, I hope you guys like this. I promise, I am still committed to making sure our podcasts are focused on being a successful real estate agent. But as you guys have heard over the last few months, I've tried to bring in some extra things to say, hey, you guys are going to be successful real estate agents. We're going to make sure that you go from one deal to 10 or 10 to 20 or 20 to 100. We're going to make sure we have the biggest and brightest real estate agents on here. But also when you guys start making a ton of money, I don't want you to make the mistake that I did. You know, I made a ton of money between 2009 and 2013 and I lost it all in 2013 because all I was doing was making money and spending it and having this awesome lifestyle. And when my business changed a little bit, I had nothing to show for it. So I'm trying to make sure that you guys, as you guys get really, really successful and you make a bunch of money, I want you to have some side plans ready with it. I want you to be able to invest in real estate investments or in business investments or some of these other things. And I think investing in yourself with a mastermind like this, the, if you guys want to learn more about GoBundance, reach out to me. I'd, I'd, I'd be happy to, to help you guys join, join GoBundance and get more info on that. Just like so many of the ladies uh, that have joined recently that, I, that I've been talking to. And, the, and if you want to know more about GoBundance Emerge, GoBundanceEmerge.com. 
the go check it out. Rockstars is your code. And, uh, and Jamie, you'll get to meet Jamie and talk to him some more. Jamie, thanks for coming on. Any last stuff you want to tell everybody? No, man, I, I think what you said is great. As I've gotten into this space, I've met so many realtors. Actually, a lot in GoBundance is a lot of real estate agents and people that have worked in the real estate business in GoBundance. And it is it is something to see how many are so knowledgeable and passionate about the, the business of real estate without investing in it themselves. And you know, if, it, if it's something that you're uh, you're interested in learning more about, for sure, check us out. I, I won't, we won't let you down. The GoBundance brand is very strong, and we think we built something really, really special with Emerge. Awesome. Rockstar Nation, thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this one, please share it with a friend. As always, we are trying to change the the world out there. We are the biggest real real estate agent focused podcast out there. And if you know other real estate agents, be sure to tell them about us. Thanks for listening. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.